they'll ask you those questions that you wouldn't ask because you think that that's that's normal or that is the way it should be but children question even history Welcome to season 2 of India Book Podcast. India Book is a podcast that uses literature as a lever to bring up multiple fields of India. This is a perfect podcast for you if you're a bibliophile looking for your next read or if you're a trivia junkie and you're interested in learning more about things. It's also perfect for you if you're just interested in learning more about India as a nation. Every episode focuses on a different theme. Based by our conversation between the host and the celebrated author that we have on the show, I am Ayushi Mona, your host on India Book. As student protests gather momentum across Calcutta, police atrocities grow. Ten-year-old Beeti wants to join in the struggle for freedom. but living in a society where her best friend is to be married and just the fact that she's going to school is regarded with disapproval how can beethi play a part which is substantial in the scheme of the indian struggle for independence how can she fight those who are dearest to her discouraged but not daunted beethi schemes plots and lies and is drawn into an unexpected danger all for the sake of fighting injustice in all its forms Songs of Freedom explores the lives of children across India during the struggle for independence. A conspiracy in Calcutta takes a look at this. Written by Leslie Biswas on the India Book podcast. Tune in. Hi everyone I am Ayushi Mona and you're listening to India Booked a podcast where we lean into the idea of India through its literature today I'm fortunate to have with me Leslie Biswas uh Leslie um has written a book uh, which you're going to be discussing today uh, which is a very very interesting uh part in the songs of freedom series essentially the songs of freedom series envisages um how the struggle for indian independence was by exploring the lives of children across india uh, during the same uh, leslie welcome to the podcast and thank you so much for taking our time for us thank you aishi for having me here pleasure is mine so leslie i think the first thing that i have to ask you was um what did you think of the songs of freedom series uh you know when you were presented with the idea i had never really read a book based from a child's perspective um around independence so what was what were your initial thoughts around that like so when shani came to me with the idea that uh, dugbill was interested in publishing a series called songs of freedom with children and their lives highlighting their lives during the freedom struggle 
it uh, it was really exciting because as just like you i haven't also read about the freedom struggle from a child's perspective what they went through so that idea itself excited me a lot and what what a child means uh, now in these days we see children and we have lived our own life as a child and we did not go through those kind of struggles when every day somebody in the family was getting imprisoned someone is getting killed people were just like struggling for survival the famine was there and children were in the thick of that so what they could have felt so that was when she told me that the series was about these kind of children and their lives so it really excited me and i thought it was a great opportunity to write a book on a child who was living during those difficult times and uh, so uh, i chose a girl because the freedom struggle for women and the freedom st- political freedom struggle for the nation you couldn't separate them so it became more interesting for me to think of a girl in that situation you know so that's why i decided that i would write a book with a girl as a as a protagonist and uh, that came across quite well so that's how it came about a conspiracy in calcutta and and why did you decide to base it in calcutta was it because it was the city you were most familiar with or or did you think that this particular narrative in terms of you know uh, the story angle that you were choosing fit the best with the city yes that's an interesting question because uh, then i had the option of either writing a book based on a city where i was living or from where i came that was uh, from bihar now jharkhand so because uh, these were the two places that i was really familiar with and i could do justice to the settings the best but uh, when i came to calcutta i have lived here around uh, 22 years and uh, from my in-laws i came to know a lot about the freedom struggle of bengal and uh, one of uh, actually one of the family members the kin he was in this freedom struggle and he had joined a revolutionary organization so these things you know uh, they were always spoken about in the house and i used to get a quite a good idea of what in bengal happened at that time so i and then when i went into researching about the freedom movement to get a basic idea of what i would like to develop and then i saw that these women freedom fighters they were a lot from bengal and there were quite interesting stories about them so that's why i decided that since firstly i had got pretty familiar with the culture and the city of calcutta and these back stories and these interesting things tidbits that used to come through the family you know so all this together i thought it would be best if i would write it based in calcutta that's wonderful and i think lastly it's so interesting right because even in the book right so much of the flavors and you know 
environments of the city shine through right like for instance like i think that even in the beginning of the book right the portion where you're talking of a tantki sari or you know uh, these nuances i think uh, the fact that if you really assimilated into a culture you can bring that far more out than if you were uh, say just writing as a third party who researched about the region and you know about the time precisely that and also as uh, these cultural aspects that are so important for not only a book especially a historic period you know this you cannot get it only through research you need people around you who have lived a life and have heard about those stories or have the experience of that kind of culture around you to give you those small details and nuances you know that will make it feel that this is genuine and not like someone from outside is writing it so that's what the family members helped me with and of course seeing elderly ladies and people around me also i got quite a good idea of what it could have been that time hmm. so what really interested me you know was the fact that in your book right um this is 1928 and and our protagonist is just 10 years old right she's 10 her uh, brother you know is an active participant in student protest and she she's so conscientious right of the time of things right like there are portions where she says that you know hate has no place in gandhi ji's policies her mother too was against violence right and then she talks about subhash chandra bose um so the what i found interesting was how when you write a book from a child's perspective you also are processing historical events quite differently right because if you were writing as an adult and you had an affinity for what gandhi ji was saying you wouldn't say that i believed in gandhi ji's philosophy and my mother too was against violence but that's how a child thinks right um and i found that to be also very interesting so how do you peg lesley when you write the level at which you know you want the reader to understand because you're dealing with an extremely politically sensitive historical uh topic which is endless in a way right and then you have this child's perspective uh through which you also have to recount the narrative of the time but still keep it approachable so how do you do that balancing act i mean you've done it wonderfully in the book but how did you as a writer go on that journey hmm. see firstly i have to put myself in their shoes so to say because if you don't think like a child you will not be able to get those innocent questions or the inquisitiveness or the imagination that children have at that age so i had to block away all the grown up thoughts and think what a child would think at that time especially like you don't have to have all these uh, ideas in your head you just have to remove them and be clear about getting your character so what is your character going to think about a certain thing so that is quite difficult to do but i tried my best and like i uh, when you meet children especially 
and they might be from a different era but children still have those questions you know they'll ask you those questions that you wouldn't ask because you think that that's that's normal or that is the way it should be but children question even history okay why did gandhi ji do a certain thing they won't accept it that oh because he was gandhi ji he was a hero for most of us so just because he said a thing it had to be oh, not questioned so these children like like even today they will question you also as a parent or as a sister so in that way they don't think that these are larger than life figures so and then gandhi ji was in the middle of them they saw him like one of them a person struggling for the same cause so a child is looking up to him for inspiration as well as they are trying to understand why he is doing uh, his whatever his path was trying to understand that in their own uh, way in putting it into their life and seeing whether it fits in his ideology how does it fit into their own struggle and that's way for beethi it was difficult because she was really struggling with these two things she she felt anger but gandhi ji here was like preaching you non violence you shouldn't hate people but these things were inside her so she was trying to understand those things so all these feelings the emotions that children go through children so i had to bring that out so i thought the best way was like everyone normally has conflicting ideas so to just let it be how it is and not give them a solution and let them just find their own solution on the way that's my approach wonderful in fact i i still remember when i was reading the book and there is this portion where where you know bithi says would i make it to the history books if i assassinate a british tyrant and you know and that's how children are right they they see and they're like that person say threw a stone at a dog I, you know should i throw a stone back it's very primitive and impulsive but it comes from i think a place of genuine curiosity and i think you were able to take that with bithi and then juxtapose it against the whole freedom movement so the next question uh leslie that i have for you is right that in terms of the whole timing right so you could have based this in 1928 you could have based this around the partition i mean even the bengal freedom movement of course has multiple layers and timelines to it why particularly this particular inflection point um was it because you were trying to pick up different timelines as part of the songs of freedom series or was it because you know you just wanted uh to you know you thought this would be the most interesting uh, i i thought that this would be the most interesting and i'll tell you why firstly this is a excellent question and because this period of 1920s and 1928 exactly that i have account uh, taken into account so during this period before this particular period the women hardly had any role in the revolutionary movement a role in the sense that they could not take direct part in any of the activities 
they could of course they had their jobs like they would shelter the revolutionaries they would carry secret messages they would uh, hide the arms and ammunition but you know they were not considered capable of taking direct part in the action but this period exactly is when the change happened and women began to question that why couldn't they take part and this is when a lot of women the education they began to acquire education because at that time you will see that the girls were not encouraged to go to school and this was a time of transition when some of the girls like uh, with the brahmo samaj they had the influence started growing and they propagated the idea of uh, female education and then as you will also see in the book there's a character beena das and she has an influence on this little girl beethi because like this normally in the lives of the girls there were these kind of characters these kind of people around them who used to go to college or they were going to school and these little girls they also wanted to go to school they wanted an education but every family wasn't warming up to that idea so but in this period as the revolutionaries began to take uh, the women revolutionaries began to take part in the direct uh, action they influenced these girls also to take up education then uh, physical training also became a part of these organizations because uh, if they had to take direct part in the action that would be means fighting alongside the boys they had to be strong they had to have an ability to uh, to defend themselves so all these things you know these elements were there in this particular period and they made for a real interesting uh, plot so i thought that a little girl at that time who's barely encouraged to go to school imagine that girl being able to take part in a revolutionary movement this itself is an exciting concept so that's what got me to choose this era and i've also included binadas because she particularly had an influence on girls around her and so uh, she inspired bidhi in the story and that's the reason that i thought that alongside this freedom struggle we cannot see it in isolation the women and the girls struggling for their own freedom for their own rights in society that was a huge part of it so this came together well wonderful leslie and you know i think um, so one of the thing that i i've been very consciously trying to avoid on the podcast is talk too deeply into the plot right because it's still fiction and you know i don't want to give away any spoilers that takes away from the fun of the listeners but i really enjoyed the historical note and and i'm so thankful that you brought up bina das because i did want to speak to you about how you know both bina das and charles tegard right they're real people who you woven into the story and bina's case was really interesting so for people listening into the podcast uh, bina was a freedom fighter and uh, you know uh, she was a student and she was touched by the sacrifices of other student revolutionaries and very very um, inspired by subhash chandra bose who was her father's student and became her mentor 
and you know her desire was to do something significant for the country which was much beyond just marching for protest right and and she joined chhatri sangha which is an organization for female students and when she began associating with members of the underground movement and secret societies she stopped participating in uh, protest and you know to remain inconspicuous and she in fact has a memoir that she indicates uh, you know all of these very interesting things about how she was part of the freedom struggle and and the fact that she shot five bullets at stanley jackson who was the governor of bengal in a failed assassination uh, attempt which is absolutely insane for a 21 year old girl uh, at in 1928 right we don't really hear of these stories because the stories are again very central to mahatma gandhi nehru ji shahid bhagat singh but we don't really hear of everyday revolutionaries and i think veena uh that was one and it was i think very refreshing lesley to read of real characters along with beethi so kudos to you for actually weaving that in for the readers yes bina das i when i was reading about the women's revolutionary movement then apart from all the other pingali ladies that had taken part like shanti ghosh there was even kalyani das bina das's elder sister and binada's mother was also in this movement she used to shelter the girls and revolutionaries so binada's was like in the thick of all this but she also she begins with being a huge devotee to the non violence that gandhi ji had preached but afterwards then she questions herself and she questions the uh, the Uh, violence that happens against her countrymen and she wonders that why should she or the the countrymen just take it non violently when they are like sitting ducks you know and so then these things uh, give her the idea that she wants to show that they too can like uh, fight violently if they want it's a choice and they have enough people who want to sacrifice themselves and binadas wanted to show the throne that uh, there were even girls who could do it for the country so this idea came together so well with with the uh, inspiring woman that i wanted for bidhi to look up to so it like sat really well with the stories and that's why binadas is here No, thank you so much, Leslie. And I think uh, for everyone who is listening to the podcast, I have mentioned this before, but Songs of Freedom is, while written from a child's perspective, a very lucid and simple, uh, and you know, approachable book for even ordinary uh, people and grown adults to read. So definitely grab a copy of A Conspiracy in Calcutta. by leslie um it's available at amazon flipkart um on penguins website since it's an imprint of duckbill and uh, and at independent bookstores so i hope that all of you get to read a conspiracy in calcutta and read about everything whether it was student protest whether it was uh, you know the milieu of the city at that time or uh, the very real characters that intersect with our fictional world in this case uh, you can follow lesley on twitter uh, and instagram uh, 
but do grab a copy of the book and if you have young people in your house either buy it for them gift it uh, to younger adults or anybody else who's interested in the history of uh, indian struggle for independence from a completely new perspective Leslie thank you for being on the podcast and you know taking out uh, time this evening for us it was lovely uh, to learn about what went into writing this my pleasure Aishi thank you for having me did you like this episode don't forget to follow us on twitter and on instagram where we are available as india book podcast also if you would like to recommend changes that we should make to the show or some author that we should definitely have feel free to leave us feedback recommendations etc on india book podcast at the rate gmail.com if you love listening to the show do not forget to subscribe to us on apple podcast google podcast spotify or wherever it is that you get your podcast fixed from it